Good afternoon and welcome to the You Tell Me Show. On this episode, we're going to discuss the unprovoked shooting of teenagers recently. We have a segment where we hear the unwritten rules that all young black men must follow in America. We discuss the annual 420 celebration and we have our moment in black history. We got some music by FaZe the General, M. Doc Diego, and yours truly with the Razorback. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. This is Professor Kaz, and welcome to the You Tell Me Show. How you gonna sit on the sideline to be your own boss, make up your own mind? Find time to shine and uplift My brothers and sisters co-shooting the gift This world is in an uproar And it's time for us to break down the door Stand up in equality Now fight for yours Man, you tell me And you tell me And you tell me And you tell me And you tell me Welcome to the You Tell Me Show, the show where we discuss some of the most interesting topics from the previous week. That's the You Tell Me Show featuring Professor Kaz. I need somewhere to go to get my vocals recorded, get some photographs taken, and shoot some video. I wish I knew a company that did all of that. You've never heard of the Street Artist Media Group? No. Who's a street artist? The street artist is in Columbia, South Carolina. They do photography, audio, video, and podcasting. You should check them out. Well, how do I get in contact with them? I could use them for a lot of things that I need to get done. Look them up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Spotify. You can even email them at streetartistllc at streetartist.com. Ask for the professor. He'll be sure to help you out. Thanks for the info. I'm going to contact the street artist and get all of my creative needs taken care of. That's the street artist, your one-stop shop for all your media needs. Since when did it become a crime to ring a doorbell, or better yet, when did it become okay for someone to shoot another person for ringing a doorbell? Well, that's what happened to 16-year-old young man named Ralph Yarl. He simply followed his mother's instructions to pick up his siblings from a certain location. He accidentally rang the wrong doorbell and was shot twice, once in the arm and once in the head. This all happened in Kansas City, Missouri, where protesters took to the streets chanting justice for Ralph and Black Lives Matter and carrying signs reading ringing a doorbell is not a crime and the shooter should do the time. This is crazy. The incident happened on the evening of April the 13th, where police arrived to find a teenager who had been shot by a homeowner outside a residence, according to the Kansas City Police. They learned the teenager's parents had asked him to pick up his siblings at an address on 115th Terrace, but he accidentally went to a home on 115th Street where he was shot. Ralph was picking up his younger brothers when he mistakenly rang the wrong doorbell at the wrong house. A man shot Ralph twice and now he's in critical condition. 
His family needs support during this tragedy, Attorney Crump tweeted. According to the police, the information that they have now does not say that this is racially motivated, but it's still an active investigation nonetheless. Attorneys for the wounded young man's family issued a statement demanding swift action from the Clay County Prosecutor's Office and law enforcement to identify, arrest, and prosecute to the full extent of the law the man responsible for this horrendous and unjustifiable shooting. The chief of police was quoted as saying, we recognize the frustration this can cause in the entire criminal justice process. The women and men of the Kansas City Police Department are working as expeditiously and as thoroughly as they can to ensure the criminal justice process continues to advance as quickly as all involved and our community deserve. Kansas City Mayor Quentin Lucas said there will be a thorough investigation and review by the prosecutor's office. As a parent, I certainly feel for the mother of the victim and others in the family. My heart goes out to them. A GoFundMe page started by Faith Spoonmore, who identified herself as Ralph's aunt to help the family raise money for medical expenses, has garnered more than $1 million in donations by just Monday morning. Ralph had been looking forward to graduating from high school and visiting West Africa before starting college, his aunt wrote in the actual fundraiser. The teen is a section leader in a marching band and could often be found with a musical instrument in his hand. Most recently, Ralph earned Missouri All-State Band honorable mention for playing the bass clarinet according to a North Kansas City School newsletter in February. He also plays multiple instruments in the Metropolitan Youth Orchestra. He is a member of his school's Technology Student Association and Science Olympiad team and is 2022 Missouri Scholars Academy alumni. Let's hope that justice is swift and decisive. This wasn't some thug. This was an intelligent, gifted, hard-working young man with aspirations to attend college and further his education. Our thoughts and our prayers are definitely with him and his family. Since this incident, there have been two more unprovoked shootings. In rural upstate New York on April 15th, two shots were fired from a porch at cars full of young people that had just turned around after looking for a party in the wrong driveway. Again, just before 10 p.m., 20-year-old Kaylee Gillis was killed by the bullet that struck the car driven by her boyfriend. Outside of Austin, Texas, on April 18th, Two cheerleaders were shot in the grocery store parking lot just after midnight. One of the girls, Heather Ross, accidentally tried to get in the wrong vehicle. She and her teammate, Peyton Washington, were both struck. Roth was treated at the scene, and Washington is still recovering in the ICU. All these shootings occurred after dark. All three shooters have been accused of serious crime. There have already been stories about whether any of these cases might fall under the so-called stand your ground laws that allows armed Americans in most states to defend their so-called castle. We'll be right back on the You Tell Me Show. Switch a lot, break down, work is hard, I don't call it 
side, controlling the block, do a little homie with nine, chop a hole a hundred shots. I done rose a lot, so I'm controlling the block, do a little homie with nine, chop a hole a hundred shots. Hey, I'm out here for real, nigga, check the stacks, me and shit kill behind foreign wheels, back to back. A lot of niggas talk breezy when they see me, they curl up, we come through stunting and they go put the girl up. If I don't die first, I'ma kill you last, and with 2021, nigga, I'm getting to the back. We bite all the haters, mama black and yellow. I done On this next segment, what I want to look at, how does the average white American look at black America? Not someone from the far left, just what the average white American actually thinks or feels about the average black American. But first, we're going to start off with letting you know what the rules that every young black man needs to learn in order to grow up and survive in America. Let's listen. Don't put your hands in your pockets. Don't put your hoodie on. Don't be outside with no shirt on. Check in with your people. It don't matter even if you're down the street. Don't be out too late. Don't touch anything you're not buying. Never leave the store without a receipt or a bag, even if it's just a pack of gum. Never make it look like there's an altercation between you and someone else. Never leave the house without your ID. Don't drive with a white beat on. Don't drive with a do-rag on. Don't go out in public with neither. Don't ride with the music too loud. Don't stare at a Caucasian woman. If a cop stops you randomly and start questioning you, don't talk back. Just compromise. 
If you ever get pulled over, hands on the dashboard, and asked, could you get out your license and registration? Knowing what the average young black man has to learn, is it warranted? Let's ask some random white people what they think about black Americans. You guys' food is absolutely amazing. Your brotherhood is amazing. You always got someone's back if they're in trouble. You guys got style too. Clothes, cars, music. Funniest mother on the planet, hands down. I could be walking down the street and if y'all were having a cookout in your front yard, be like, hey, you want some food? You guys also, for the most part, don't carry any hate in your heart. I grew up in one of the whitest towns in America, Prescott, Arizona. I tell you, there are more evil motherfuckers there than I've ever seen in my entire life. None of them were black. Hey, when I was uh, younger, before the Alaska Times, I uh, lived in Sacramento for a little bit while I was poor and making no money. Uh, I lived in what would be considered not a great neighborhood uh, and was really one of the only white individuals uh, in my neighborhood. I had these two black women, one that lived next door to me, one that lived uh, upstairs from me. And these two women uh, not only made sure that I was welcome to the neighborhood, made sure that I felt safe, made sure that I knew if I ever felt like I was in trouble, that all I needed to do was knock on either of their doors uh, and that they would take care of me. The kindness and compassion for community and the nurturing that those two women showed will stick with me forever. Not all superheroes wear capes. Tell me something positive. Everything. I'm positive you guys have better personalities than most white folks. You guys are more loving and caring than most white folks. Y'all cook better. You know, my mama taught me how to cook, but a black person taught me how to season. Y'all dance better. Y'all are more fun at parties, more outgoing, more friendly. If I go up to 10 different black people and I say good morning, I'm going to get a good morning back, maybe even a couple conversations. If I do that to white folks, eight of them people are going to ignore me and keep walking. You guys definitely praise and worship better. I would know because I left my church of over 30 years to go to a black church because you haven't been to a church of Christ until you've been to a black church. Um, everything, just everything in general. I love me some black folks. Brother man, let me tell you, having been to war three times, having fought in Desert Storm, Desert Shield, I've figured out that when you're standing in a fighting hall, it doesn't matter what color the guy next to you is, as long as he's pulling the trigger. And as a veteran, I have served with so many young black men who fought ferociously for the man beside them. So you want something positive? Your black warriors can be the most fierce warriors on the planet. Love you guys, and I've always said, we're all green. It doesn't matter what's on the outside, we gotta look at what's on the inside. Anytime I've ever needed help, I've gotten help quicker for black folks than I have white folks. Hell, I ran out of gas one time, got pulled into a gas station. I'm trying to figure out what to do. And this dude pulls up, him and his his his, his friend, and they're like, y'all run out of gas? I'm like, yeah. And he was like, all right, we'll hop in. We'll go get you some gas. So I hopped in his car. They took me to Dollar General so I could buy a cheaper gas can. Said I wanted a gas station. They took me to the gas station, let me pump some gas and brought me back. Black folks are the nicest people you'll ever meet. So around 91 or 92, my daddy got out of the Navy. 
he had breathing problems and he went over veterans disability and he had trouble getting it to begin with. We moved in the apartment projects in Atlanta, Georgia for about five or six years till he got on his feet and uh, we were the minority in the neighborhood. There was like 32 apartments. I think we were one or two white families out there. Never once did we not ever once get looked down. We were always included in everything. I have grandmothers that are black. I have aunties that are black. My godmother, my mother's best friend, God rest her soul. She's a black lady. My sister, Yolanda, she's not my sister obviously, but also she's a black girl. So we were accepted by everybody. Ain't nobody judge us for being white or none of that. And I will go on, but I'm obviously emotional because that meant a lot to me. So you see my brothers and sisters, there are a lot of good white people that are out there every day and are down for the cause. And to them, I give enough respect. This is Professor Cass, and we'll be right back on the You Tell Me Show. Take it from you. Fly bait for the task and drop the making of you. Mind state of some class and profits raised above you. Line made in the glass, I'm watching AW. Got props for staying humble. We locked and raided, struggle. Pots of flaming bubbles, pockets made to crumble. What? Populate the muscle rocks that made us double. Blocks remain in trouble. Talk and play the mumble when I can play your muscle. Me and Zag and Katona. King Bish paid homage and meet your quota. Upstate reservoir dogs with a YOLO with the YOLO water pot and soda. You the good to the rock buff Syracuse and sodas. Get the knowers, get familiar, y'all owe us. Revamp the game from sway just so y'all can come play. Runaways dark twisted, I'm like, yay. Pippin' his hay, ride Strickland in his day. Wizard with the mic, I rock. I can like the spot and give them gems a plot. What you respect this quarter is kings. I ain't gotta talk no more, just let my wrist sing. My next swing dancing. I see now they respect you when you were dancing. Understand I took chances. Grandma was a hustler. We get it from Francis. Transcend with grand wins. My pink game like a sword. I'm slaying rappers when I'm bored. I'm back to the basics. That grimy flow from the basement. 90s cadence. Dollars for mayor. The people's champ. Hood stamped and approved. Go against me and lose. I'm a one-man army. This shit can make the news. Hit somebody I had love for. Speaking on my name. Honey shots. Y'all gon' get wet when it rains. Been through hell. I embrace the pain. This that cook up. Get shook up. We body body. Master P. I got the hook up. Hook your top five. I burn the list. Y'all get mad and write paragraphs. Germ the list. 
put you under your hood like an engine. I came in here with the cheat code. We got the game glitching. I'm about to throw some stones in the Cartiers because I always had the vision. Take your whole crew. The body won't move if the head missing. Black samurai, my flow immortalized. Drop dope. You swear I composed by the stove. Rappers trying to play gusto. CB4, this shit get spooky like a Ouija board. You haters trying to stop my growth. Cup running over as we toast. CP, not over 300 different ways to show you George Washington Carver's old view a product could go through. Yes. With a pinch of strange social, let's go to the old flu. Before masking in the bank was accepted, I'll show you. I'm on cue, on a different no shipment quotes. Limitless, indecisive witness in your litmus test. Settle it, before the metal pop, kettle corn, pedal forms. As he's moving slow like the devil's song, play it back. Fear the beard, this gray and black, try to stay intact. Gorilla linebacker, attack a Malayan flame. Flapjacking them, flip them, and clip them with no malice. None. Another kind of push, you're all testing in the palace. One. No Jermaine, no nil slip, I bust you in your ish. No. Nope. Steven nope. Jackson head, giving you that action. Split limbs, so, so they nothing out the normal. Only position you for flowers, so let's make it formal. This ain't for you. Aye. I know many of you take part in the 420 celebration every year celebration of marijuana. It was just last week. For those that don't know, 420 was coined in 1971 by a group of five students at San Rafael High School in Marin County, California, who met at 4.20 p.m. to smoke marijuana. But that's not the only thing that occurred on 420. Harriet Tubman started conducting on the Underground Railroad on 420. Harriet Tubman was an African-American abolitionist who was best known for making 13 missions to take more than 70 slaves from the South to the North. She accomplished that by using a network of anti-slavery activists and homes that were friendly to her cause, a system known as the Underground Railroad. Born in Maryland in slavery, she was beaten by her masters in her youth. She became a devout Christian who says she often had power visions and dreams from God. In 1849, she escaped to Philadelphia, and within a few years, she started to rescue her family one group at a time on 420. She carried a gun for both her own protection and to encourage her charges who might have been having second thoughts. She often drugged babies and young children to prevent slave catchers from hearing their cries. Over the next 10 years, Harriet befriended other abolitionists such as Frederick Douglass, Thomas Garrett, and Martha Coffin Wright and established her own Underground Railroad network. It's widely reported she emancipated 300 enslaved people. However, those numbers may have been estimated or exaggerated by her biographer, Sarah Bradford, since Harriet herself claimed the number was much lower. Nevertheless, it's believed Harriet personally led at least 70 enslaved people to freedom, including her elderly parents, and instructed dozens of others on how to escape on their own. She claimed, I never ran my train off the track, and I never lost a passenger. When the Civil War began, Tubman worked for the Union Army, first as a cook and nurse, and then as an armed scout and spy. She was the first woman to lead an armed expedition in the war, having guided the Combahee River Raid, which liberated more than 700 slaves in South Carolina. 
In later years, Tubman worked to promote the cause of women's suffrage. She died in 1913 and became a celebrated American icon after her death. So the next time you take a puff on 420, put one in the air for Harriet Tubman, a true African-American hero. We'll be right back on the You Tell Me Show. Check it out now. Guess who's back? Look alive, look alive. I pray. Smoke me straight. Yeah. Puff, puff, ass. Yeah. Quit stressing a brother about paying severe. Need to smoke me some tea. Sit down and just chill. Work hard all day. Wanna take a break. Puff me a L and get my thoughts straight. Slide in the kitchen, work the pots and the pans. And when I get the munchies, you can feed your man. And bring me a brew, I need a sip or two. So I can get funky like you know I do. Then finish the track so that we can get paid. And make some money and get your hair braid. Cause you high makers anyway. Always got a lot to say. Puffing this air gets me through another day. Son wants to lose shoes, daughter need class. Dude's about to lose my school. Smoking residue. Time to invest, need a means to the end. Marijuana stock, collect my dividends. Roll it up, light it up. I need to fuck, roll it up, light it up. I need to fuck, roll it up, light it up. I need to fuck, roll it up, light it up. I need to fuck, roll it up, light it up. I need to fuck, roll it up, light it up. I need to fuck, roll it up, light it up. I need to fuck, roll it up, light it up. I need to fuck. It's been a long day, my mind is stressed. Work below vague, it's got me compressed. To get dressed and find my dude who got them good trees, I need to like food. You can put it in raps, roll a L, smoke it in the blunt by waiting to exhale. It's a psycho act of stress relief, medical or not, I can't wait to cheat. Give me a pipe, a bowl, a bong, a butt, a dietary supplement, I won't front. Some white widow or some chocolate tie, cause at this point I need to get high. Sesame, the gas, trees, coat, as long as the herb can make my lungs choke. <laughs> it's all I need, man, get ready for a flight in the la-la land. Roll it up, smoke it up. I need to puff, roll it up, light it up. I need to puff, roll it up, light it up. I need to puff, roll it up, light it up. Puff, 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 roll it up, light it up. I need to puff, twist it up, smoke it up. I need to puff, roll it up, light it up. I need to puff, roll, 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 roll. Zito, the bottle, show me the endo. Panda, transport money and escrow. Float like a butterfly, pass me the treat. Got some aches and pains, and this is the remedy. You need the Molly, Heron, and Oxycontin. Ecstasy will keep you dancing unstopping. We just like the blaze, puffing the purple haze. Watching the game, eating wings in the man cave. I think that I might adopt a new model. Peace to California, praise to Colorado. The pioneer in the game of scurvy. Like I hit the lotto with won the Kentucky Derby. Cypress Hill, like Magic Don Juan. Like Red and Method Man, a Cheech and Chong. To all the OGs who love the Chiefa, hollow out L like Wiz Khalifa. I need to smoke me some trees. 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 young men and women of upstate New York are lucky to have a community program called Don't Cheat, Go Hard. 
Don't Cheat Go Hard teaches our youth to give maximum effort in everything they do. Charles B. Coe Sr. and Jr. know the true definition of Don't Cheat Go Hard. That's why they founded the program. If you want your child to learn the right skills and get the proper mentoring to be successful in anything they choose to do in life, call Charles and Charles. Just leave a message on our message board at Anchor FM under the You Tell Me Show or look us up on Facebook at Street Artists LLC. You can also send us email correspondence at streetartistsllc at streetartist.com. Remember, the definition of cheating is to act dishonestly or unfairly to gain an advantage. The definition of going hard is doing something with 100% maximum effort. Don't cheat, go hard. Apply this to all things in life and watch good things happen. We've come to the end of another episode of the You Tell Me Show. This week, we went over the unprovoked shootings of teenagers recently. We discussed the annual 420 celebration and the unwritten rules that all young black men must follow in America. Please give it up to Faze the General and M. Doc Diego for blessing us with their tracks. Please look for the You Tell Me Show on Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Facebook, and Spotify. Also, go check out the Street Artists LLC YouTube channel. Please don't forget to press that support button so we can continue to bring you our content. This is Professor Cass saying peace and love from the You Tell Me Show. Sit on the sideline to be your own boss, make up your own mind. Find time to shine and uplift. My brothers and sisters co-shooting the gift. This world is in an uproar, and it's time for us to break down the door. Stand up in equality, now fight for yours, man. You tell me. And 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 you tell me.